What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Grab Don't Slap. Now we are on episode 18 with the same squad. You got Josh, Jason, Royce, Zach, and myself, Patrick, talking to you guys all about basketball. So let's begin this with some dang time. What should be the next move for Dame? Yeah, Dame time, unfortunately, could not, was not enough to push Portland past Denver. And it's, it sucks because Damian Lillard breaks his back for his team every year and they kind of get the same results every year. Every single year. Something needs to happen with that team or Dame. And what, like, what is the best move, guys? What do you guys think is the best move? Should he leave or should they bring in some help or get rid of some people in that team? Um, first things first, knock on wood that he doesn't break his back. Well, metaphorically, he's he's putting that team on his back every, hmm. every season, dude. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I don't want to see Mans break his back, literally. So we'll say knock on wood for that. Um, from what I read on the Twitterverse, it seems like Portland is bringing back Dame, CJ, Nurkic, and Covington. It looks like everybody else for stale. That's probably for the best. I mean, if he's going to stick with Portland, then they better bring in some kind of help for him. Bradley Beal. Like, for CJ McCollum? <laughs> and others, because... Yeah, of course, and others, because that's not enough, but... I think I would add, um, even though I like him with the Trailblazers, uh, Norman Powell. He's Keith a... Norman Powell? Or, or no, no. Add, add him to the trade. Because he's a pretty, like, decent score that could, you know, give you 25 a game. So, I would add, add him if you if you can get uh, Bradley Beal for sure. I mean, you got to get somebody to offset that just a bit. I mean, personnel-wise, not like, you know, because... I will give up CJ and Norman Powell for Bradley Beal. Oh, heck yeah. Is... Throw in Inez Cantor while we're at it. Oh, back to... Uh... Oh, he's going... Back to, back to Westbrook he goes. Oh, God. The player they could get is uh, Kristaps if they want to go that route. That's oh, a... Who, oh, Portland? Yeah. Kristaps is not worth anything, dude. His contract is so horrible. I guess if you want like an injury prone who is just gonna like play a couple games for you and then like sit out the I next. I mean, you already have that with Nurkic. That's true. That why would you want another one then, Royce? Because when healthy Porzingis is, we've seen what he can be healthy. That's granted if he can be healthy, but like, I mean, Joel Embiid was out for what three years, and look at him now. Yeah, Joel is Joel Embiid is the best big since Shaq. Yeah, no, I <laughs> wasn't really trying to compare the two, I guess, like talent-wise there. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. As That was a thought I had given to me today. But no, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'm i staying away from Porzingis with like a 10-foot pole. Like, Same. Sorry. <laughs> I don't, I just don't, you can't rely on him to be healthy. I don't know why he's complaining about not being like or being an afterthought to Luca when he's not even like healthy enough to like be relied on. Now, something I would love to see <clears throat> is Dame leave 
and the team that he goes to, Boston. If Brad Stevens wants to make a big splash, that's the guy you try to get. Here, I got Tatum and Jalen Brown. Woo! No, 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 no. I'll help you out. It's gonna be kind of fucked, but <laughs> I'm trading uh, Robert Williams. I'm trading a pick because they got picks. They have to have some. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trading. Unfortunately, I'm trading Jalen Brown. You would most likely. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, in I mean, order to make it worth the the Blazers' while, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Take, Unless you want to just give him a fucking shit ton of picks, but take a couple first round pick, take two first round picks in like back to back years or some shit like that, because they're not going to be good if Damian, because Damian Lillard automatically makes that team a title contender, and it's not even a question. Um, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jalen Brown, because in the scheme of things, who's better, Jalen, uh, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? Yeah, unless you want to like try to finagle like Marcus Smart and some young players or something. Evan Fournier. I'm not taking Evan Fournier. Oh, he might even be their coach. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? What? That's what Jason Tatum said. So he wants him to be their next head coach. Mm-hmm. Who? Evan Turner. Oh, I he said Pasta Fournier. Oh, he said Fournier. I was so confused. Yeah, I was hecka confused too. What the hell? I mean, yeah, you could throw Evan Fournier in there. I don't know if they'd really. I think your like trade were if that trade were to happen, it would definitely have to be Jalen Brown has to be involved, unfortunately. Yeah. And I split those those two up, but if it's for the pursuit of a chip and your piece is Damian Lillard. And like that's the person you get. I'm giving up. I'm giving up. Kemba a free agent after this year, or like can he be? Oh, I forgot about him too. Yeah, add him in the trade. Here right. Kemba, Robert Williams, and Evan Fournier. If you Kemba, can. Kemba ain't no slacker. He's not Dame. He not he ain't Dame time, but he ain't no slacker either. I mean, if you could, if you could, Jason's most likely right. You probably have to really make it worth their while because it's Damian Lillard. He's like the second best point guard in the league right now. No. So you got to yeah. make it worth their while. But, I mean, Patrick might be right. You could throw Kimball Walker and, like, some role players and then maybe some picks. They might go for it, but it's definitely more enticing with Jalen Brown. Here. Chris Middleton. Um, Dante DiVincenzo. And a pick for Gary Trent Jr. No, it's not Gary Trent, my bad. Uh, Anthony Simons and Damian Lillard. Ooh. I feel like that's still not enough for Damian Lillard. I mean, after this fucking playoff series, we're seeing from Chris Middleton, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like Damian Lillard's worth so much. Like, they, no, he- they need to sweeten the pot a little more. What, what was that? I know. I I'm just trying to think, like, how do you give a lot without giving too much? Because I don't want to give too many players. I'd I'd rather give a, two two really good players. Obviously, you can't touch a. It's like hard to touch a starter on that team. That would actually be good for them too. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you usually have to overpay for a superstar. I mean. Yeah, you're getting that star player, but the overhaul is usually pretty freaking massive. I mean, 
Like at that point, I don't know how like concerned of going all in you can be. I don't, I don't know. Just kind of playing devil's avocado there. This motherfucker said avocado. Oh, let's go with your original plan, Jason, and then send him over to the Knicks. I mean, <laughs> my issue with, I mean, I would love to see that happen. And I mean, I feel like Dame would thrive in a large market like New York City. But how cha- I feel like it'd just be the same situation. How championship ready that team is. That team's not as championship ready as the Trailblazers. Case in point, they got the brakes beat off them by the Hawks. Okay, so if you need a championship ready team, what if you trade Jamal Murray, Austin Rivers, whoever else from the bench, um, some picks, and then you pair Dame with Jokic in Denver with Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon? I think that works. I think it works really well. I I think that'd be great. (laughs) I think it'd be smarter for him to get out of the West. You think so? Just go. uh, Yeah, he could. You're probably right. I mean, aside from Brooklyn, you'll probably make a run in the East. Best bet would be. I mean, this will make you very happy, Josh. His best bet is honestly Miami. Yes. Oh, I would love that, actually. To pair him with Bam, Jimmy Butler. You like trade Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo. Uh, you even throw maybe, I don't know, Goran Dragic, and then like, oh man, that Miami team would be nice. Throw in another big instead of Dragic. You can move Dragic for somebody else. You can even make it a three-team trade. But I think Damian Lillard on the Miami Heat makes him an instant title contender, and I would love to see that happen. I would too, actually. I would really love to see that because I like Miami. I I. In the East, I root for them, even though they got their cheeks clapped in the first round. <laughs> oh, also, it would um, it would make more sense because at that point he'd be the best point guard in the he'd be the best point guard in the conference. You still retain Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Um. Actually, damn. Who would be worth more after that series that they just played? Is Tyler Hero worth that much anymore at this moment? Not really. That's why I threw Victor Oladipo in there. Well, duh. Also not worth as much, but. Well, if you are trading, if you have to make this trade, are you, if you need something to work, would you rather trade Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero? Like, I I would rather trade Tyler Hero. Basically, what I'm asking: Who do you think's better as of right now, Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero? Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. I feel like he would. Um, he provides a little more right now, as of right now. Tyler Hero is great in his rookie season, but this season he didn't really provide yes. much. Tyler Hero has too many things going on right now. <laughs> hey, wait, Pat. Maybe he might be a baller again because he's gonna have a baby. You're right. <laughs> As per NBA trend, every time a player has a baby, they ball out immediately after. Yeah. So maybe next season we'll see a change from him once he has his child. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of lots a lot of moves the Portland Trailblazers can make. Yeah, you know, they love, should. They definitely have to make some moves. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. It, I mean, what would you rather have? 
uh, keep that same team and either get bounced in the first round or eventually get bounced by Steph or go to the East and hopefully compete. I think you'd have a way better chance to win in the East. Yeah, no, I think you're right, Jason. You're that you bring up a good point. Like the West is tough. Like it's it's just tough all over. And the East, not as much. So you Here. definitely have a better chance in the East. The West is so tough, the Lakers didn't make it out the first round. <laughs> Oof. That's true. Yeah. I mean, did we wait, did we didn't did we record our last podcast? No. Oh shit. We should have put that on the. Oh wait, that is on the list. I'm stupid, I'm, <laughs> guys. And I'm not counting this as a segue yet, unless we're all good with Dame. We're all good. Oh yeah, let's let's segue. Actually, I think that's unless anyone else has anything to add. All right. Um. Here, I'm gonna say it right now. This has absolutely, positively, whatever you want to say. This has no effect on LeBron's legacy. It doesn't look good. Trust me. But it has no effect on that legacy. <laughs> Long story, the Lakers got bounced in six. Um, did we expect this going in? I did. I thought it'd be in seven, but I mean, really like, depended on health. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's not act like we expected this that really expected this to happen. No, I expected Anthony Davis to not stay healthy for the playoffs. I 100% expected that. To win. I wanted the Suns to win, but... (laughs) Yeah, I didn't expect Anthony Davis to miss a couple games. I did. I saw it coming. That's why I... um, A couple podcasts ago, I had... I think I... I think I said Phoenix in six. I can't remember exactly. But I had Phoenix beating the Lakers in the first round. Here, I'm going to put this out real quick. Um, If anybody wants to be an editor on the podcast, please email us at whatever our email is at at gmail.com and um we'll have we'll bring you on and we'll have you uh sift through our old interview our old podcasts and pull up information like this that'd be very much appreciated okay we bye can't, we can't pay you but we graciously we greatly appreciate it <laughs> here we will offer a spot on the podcast maybe you can play basketball hey that's a good deal yeah, Zach, talk to uh, talk to Vince or Nick. All right. They probably would want to, honestly. <laughs> Yo, if we can get someone who's down, then they for sure deserve a spot on the podcast. Yeah, and they can official they can officially hold the title as six man. Yep. Then once we can start potting uh, in real life, that'd be even better. It'd be Hopefully. really fun. It'd be a fun time. Hopefully soon. Yep. All right. Well, back to the actual point. Um, I I agree with you, Jason. I think it, I mean, it doesn't really have any effect on uh, LeBron's legacy. I actually think that, I mean, as everyone knows, and as you guys know, I dislike him with all of my heart, but I can't take away what he ha- already has done. <clears throat> um, so this really doesn't affect or tarnish it. And people are using this Oh, this is his first time losing in the first round as like a negative. Like that's honestly, if you think about it, just insane. And that's like a positive. I mean, this is his first time getting bounced in the first round. So um, I loved it. I was so happy to see it. And I hope it happens every year for the next six years, but it doesn't have any effect on his legacy. Okay. If it happens every year for the next six years, then I'm going to say that might have some effect. Oh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If it happened maybe for six years, we might have to see something, but then again, it's like, no one's going to pass him. So then who knows? No one's going to 
surpass him if he loses six years. In the- He's getting old. I don't think that even if he loses all the time after this, it's just him getting old. You know, I think we need to understand that eventually, even as you grow older, not everything's going to be the same. And as much as I, I um, not on the not on the same boat as LeBron, we gotta understand that age comes into play. Here, I'll say this: by the time that sixth season is up, he'll be forty-two years old. <laughs> so, <laughs> here it'll also be his twenty-fourth season in the NBA. So, <laughs> one, I highly doubt he's playing six more seasons. Highly doubt that. But two, I don't think we'll probably ever see LeBron in the finals again. Sir, full take. I but... think I think you're right, Jay. I think <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Zach's, Zach's grinning as as Jason says that. Well, here here's a question: how how long do you think he'll last in the NBA? How many more seasons? Four. I, th- I I'm gonna give him five. One less than Zach's prediction. You don't want to get. You don't think one more appearance, just one in the in the next four or five seasons. Uh... I could see at least one. Here's how it's gonna happen. He's gonna be in at least one in the next four or five seasons with like three other all stars in his team. He's gonna recruit or something. That's the only way he'll get to another finals is if he recruits another superstar. I agree with Royce. I think in the next four to five seasons, he'll at least make one more finals appearance. I would love to not like see it not happen. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I'll give his greatness the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) Reason why I'm saying it's not going to happen is if currently, if the team is currently constructed, and obviously, health permitting, like involved, I don't think that team will either stay healthy enough. Two, I don't think they even keep Dennis Schroeder. I think he's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, they do go like, if they lean all in on like star players. Yeah, the stars will, I mean, the stars will make everything, but that bench is going to be absolutely zero too. And I feel like all championship teams had a good bench as well. So I'm iffy on it. I, I, and also the West is the West. We never know what's going to happen. Some point this year. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you, Jason. I, I think if, if, you know, if, as long as nothing drastic, any big changes happen to the Lakers, if they bring in a superstar, I don't see. Um, I think they're done. I don't see him getting to another NBA yeah. finals. Honestly, if I were the Lakers, and this is going to sound wild, I'm, I would think heavily about moving AD. Get what you uh, can. I don't know. Get what you can. If you can amass a whole bunch of pieces, like here, you send them to the Knicks for Julius Randle, Emmanuel quickly, um, name another player. Name like two other players. If you can do that somehow, and like, I don't know. If if AD doesn't stay healthy, then I could I could see that being a possibility because that has to be so frustrating, dude. To like have someone who just keeps constantly going out due to injury, like you, Jason has a point. You can't win games like that. Like think about it. I mean, the same way we're talking about Kristaps Porzingis earlier, same situation applies. Yeah, I mean, AD's a better player, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like when healthy, he's a top ten player in the league, but. 
if you're not healthy. What's yeah, the- that's the issue. Like right. he's think- he's fantastic when he's healthy, but it's that's that's what it is. Yeah, going back to like the Dame time talk real quick. I think that'd be like a last resort t- kind of trade for them, you know. Like if they if they couldn't get anything to work out, and like the Lakers were offering, like yo, here's AD, you could take Trez, someone, you know, a couple picks. For for game, like I said, a last resort type of trade, you know, that they would accept. But like that might be something that like if they weren't able to work something out with other teams, that may be something they could look at. Yeah, as much as I don't want to see Dame and LeBron on the same team. Like the last resort. Yeah. <laughs> no more superstars with LeBron. No more winning with LeBron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a – I saw something on Instagram. It was about players that played with uh, All-Stars. Oh, yeah. And LeBron's list was, like, immense. Yeah. yeah. Super long. There was, like, eight of them. Michael Jordan had one, and it was Scottie Pippen. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, Steph only had, like, what, three? Three? Yeah, and it was Katie, Clay, and Dre, and that was it. But you know what's funny? And Brad Wanamaker. And David Lee. David Lee made the All-Star game. There you go. Thank you, Royce. There you go. They missed oh, one. Boy. They missed David Lee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude. All NBA team one year? I think he did. Yeah. That was with the Knicks, though, I think, but yeah. Oh, it was? I thought yeah, it was with the Warriors. Bro, he was a beast on the Knicks, dude. Like, yeah. Honestly? Like, he was like the season before we traded for him, he was a fucking dog, dude. That's why we traded for him. He was a Kevin Love before Kevin Love. Pretty much. Just not yeah, exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Wait, yeah, dude, um, yeah, I don't know. LeBron and the Lakers. I don't know what you gotta do to fix that. I wouldn't keep I wouldn't keep Schroeder because if that's what he looks like in the playoffs, I don't want anything to do with that. Um Montrez Harrell. No, it was with the Warriors. Sorry. Yeah, 2013, he made All-NBA third team. Oh. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you wow. out. <laughs> Interesting. Man's jumped out his chair to say that. <laughs> I thought, I just thought I remembered it and I, I had to look up. Sorry, proceed. <laughs> with what you were saying. Um, but yeah, Montrez Hill literally went across the street. He walked across the street, walked back in a different uniform. And proceeded to do almost nothing for them. Yeah, he was better on. He was way better on the Clippers. Way better. He can get money anywhere, honestly. Like somebody will pay for him, and he'll get a good check. If it's the Lakers, his. I mean, I feel like the Lakers didn't even utilize him nearly enough. Oh yeah, Andre Drummond is also gone from that team too. You should not. <laughs> Next year. That was that was a mistake from the beginning. Even though they're saying, "Oh, they're gonna keep him long term," I don't think it's a good idea. I don't either. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't really bring anything else. He just kind of screws. He just makes it all clustered in the paint. I feel like Dog. he just well, it's it's so the Lakers rely on LeBron's high basketball IQ, and then you pass the ball to Drummond, and then he just messes it all up with his very low basketball IQ. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it just. That's a perfect work. <laughs> That's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I think Drummond is gone. Um, or he, I, I, I don't know if he will be gone, but he should be. Gone. They reported that they're looking to keep him. I personally wouldn't. Like, if I were Rob Polinka, he's gone too. Like at that point, I'd rather have uh, what's his face. I'd rather have Demarcus Cousins. 
At least I know he can hit an outside shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, DeMarcus Cousins would be much better. <laughs> Even with the injury history. Yeah. Poor DeMarcus Cousins. He I completely know. destroyed his legs. Hey, in the playoffs still. No, I know. I'm just saying, didn't he tear his ACL, his quad, and his Achilles? Uh, his Achilles. Yeah, dude, his his legs are real bad. Is he um, the fan Derrick Rose? Remember? Yeah. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. Remember when Boogie was the best center in the league, dude? Yeah. That's sad. Time. Back when the Kings actually had the tiny sliver of hope. And they still never made Wait, the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, man, the last time they had a sliver of hope was 0-2. <laughs> well, I mean, because like Demarcus Cousins was such a bright spot. That was really, that's really all I could say about them. Sorry, Vince. I feel like the Kings should have a sliver of hope right now, but they just don't because of their organization. They're yeah, t- no, here exactly. <laughs> How much you want to bet the Kings make a move for Porzingis? Yeah, honestly, and then he, <laughs> yeah. if they do, I'm just gonna like. I'll just ride off the Kings forever. Here, I'll tell you what happens right now. Marvin Bagley gets traded for Porzingis. <laughs> hey, well, they they need to move on from Bagley. But from Bagley, they end up with Porzingis, another European guy that Vladi Divac can train up somehow. Hey, you know what? He'll be the he'll be the number one choice on the Kings though. He'll get out his wish. <laughs> no, he won't. That's the best part. It just it won't amount to anything. Dog, he'll be a number four. Behind Darren Fox, Buddy Heald, and who else? And Halliburton. I'm taking Oh, Halliburton, that's right. Heald might be gone. Yeah. Heald needs to go, honestly. Package Heald and Bagley, man. Find something for those guys. I just want to see Porzingis in Sacramento. (laughs) That would be so Sacramento. That, that were to that's just that's just all you can say that's so sacramento <laughs> would just be such a clusterfuck oh man all right vince yeah, yeah. Good luck. shout out shout out to poor vince yeah not really i'm not sorry <laughs>
that sounds bad. If that didn't happen at all, I would also call Philly in like six, maybe five. But with that meniscus tear, I'm gonna roll with Atlanta in six. I and I'll, I would confidently say six if they they if they don't do that bullshit they did in the last game at the end. <laughs> but then again, they're a young team, so that's probably gonna happen a lot. But Hawks and six. Hawks and six. I agree. Trey's been a problem. This guy really, uh, after the next game, the whole series, put a fire under him. And he's the villain that he wants to be. <laughs> yeah, man. Playoff Trey is not <laughs> playoff Trey is not messing around. I say Hawks and Six as well. <clears throat> due to Trey Young not only being the only guy on that team that's playing well. We got Bogdanovich, bro. Come on out of nowhere this playoffs. Capella's even playing good, probably top ten center right now. Granted, and then on top of how well Trey Young is playing right now, yeah, that team is just I don't see it Philly stopping them, especially if Embiid hobbling around out there on half a leg. <laughs> yeah, again though, if Embiid's healthy, then the Sixers are like should have no problem with this. But Embiid, you know, playing on such an injury is really a big factor in this. I mean, you can move. I mean, you can still play, but he's like, you can play to about like 75% of your ability, but yeah. A meniscus tear is still not something to mess with, even for how slight his tear is, apparently. Apparently his tear is not that bad, but still, he's definitely feeling it. There's favoring a knee and playing on a torn meniscus. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah. Fox Nets, though. Well, think this like what our friend uh, our friend of the podcast Dalton, he's <laughs> fi- he's fighting in like he's training for UFC shit on a torn meniscus right now. Is he really? I told him get the surgery. He didn't listen to me. Oh man, dude, don't make it worse. It's only That's, months. Same thing. Same thing to Embiid. I don't think he should be playing on this. I know the playoffs are important, but like. Don't don't make your injury worse. I just get flashbacks to Kevin Durant, man. <laughs> I uh, uh, uh. this uh I don't know. It's it's really fun seeing Trey Young in Atlanta like just go off. It's I really enjoy it. Um and I'd love to see them, you know, make it even further so yeah, they're fun to watch, dude. Trey Young is fun to watch. Here, I'm gonna pull a a quick Kanye moment. I know, uh, I know Thibodeau won Coach of the Year, but I would say Nate McMillan was the better coach. Look at him now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you can totally argue that. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to pull that stupid moment that he did. <laughs> Shout out to- You're right, though. You're not wrong. I mean, I mean. McMillan's, I mean, he completely turned them around, but I'm definitely not against Thibodeau getting it, but yeah. Think about it. They're, he's turning that team around, and he can potentially have them in the Eastern Conference Finals in his half of a season coaching, or three quarters of a season coaching. Yeah, like even if they get swept by the Nets, which could happen, 
you still it's, fucking made it though it most likely will happen yeah <laughs> Alright, yeah. Well, let's let's segue because I definitely have feelings about this uh next topic we're gonna well this next uh battle we're gonna talk about. It's not uh, a battle, honestly. I originally said Bucks and Six, but now that I'm seeing Chris Middleton play like absolute dog doo-doo, it's Nets and four. And it may be <laughs> and it may be Nets and three at this case if you keep Nets and three. Yeah, no, Jason, you're 100 percent right. I thought this was going to be a super entertaining series. Um, I was completely wrong, and I would not be surprised if Brooklyn just got them out in four. I I think they will. Like, how if the Bucks look like if the Bucks even look at like a C plus B minus level on Game Three, they're not they're not standing a chance. Like. Chris Middleton has Chris Middleton and Giannis both have to average at least 30 for them to be in this in a game. And Chris Middleton for two games is shooting 13 for 43. Yeah, that's horrible. You're shooting 30%. You're shooting almost 30%. And this is, I mean, without James Harden. This that- this, this Brooklyn Nets team is so good. <laughs> That's the issue. Like, literally, if think about it, they were in prime position. Game one, they were in prime position. Like, you have to capitalize on the loss of James Harden. And here, I will, I will give this to you, Zach. I'll agree with you that James Harden is the most valuable player on that team. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I wish. Thank you. I. <laughs> it's it's definitely close, you know, but. To finish my point, you have to capitalize without without a player like James Harden. You need to go for the throat. But no, like 13 for 43 just pisses me off. That just reminds me of Harrison Barnes in the finals in 2016. And, and it sucks because, I mean, he didn't have a bad first series against Miami. He played well. He hit that game winner in the first game and he had some um, he scored a lot of points and he was doing really well. Mm-hmm. And that and that also gives us like oh man maybe this Bucks teams like can really do something, um, you know give Brooklyn a run for their money, and then Brooklyn and then they lose James Harden for a little while and it's like okay maybe this maybe they can do something and then, um, Brooklyn's just completely overpowered like this team is ridiculous dude. <laughs> anyone else here? Anyone else see Blake Griffin dropping a double double in the playoff game? <laughs> Griffin finessed the Pistons, dude. <laughs> I honestly couldn't have told you I would have seen that coming. Same. But yeah, um, Bucks, Bucks, Nets. I think this is over in four. Yeah, they're already down to O two, bro. Like it's it's a wrap. <laughs> I mean, I will always live by when it comes to playoff basketball. I'll always live by the phrase. The series doesn't start until the home team loses. But if the home team if the home team loses game three, which is obviously the Bucks, this is a wrap. This is over. Put it on a sandwich, deliver it, it's done. So does everyone think Nets in four? Does anyone think Nets in five? I, I agree, Jason. It was an O2, I, dude. I thought it was I totally forgot they played uh was it last night too they played, I think, or the other night. I thought it was only 0-1, but then I saw 0-2. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, Here, hold on. They almost got 50-piece tonight. At a point in time, they're down 50. 
<laughs> God damn it. But like it was close. It was something like that. It was something wild. But like, no, no. Yeah, also, we'll say this right now. I know bronze sexual. I'm, I'm, I'd be very surprised if we even have bronze sexual listeners. <laughs> but uh-huh. here, Kevin Durant is the best basketball player on the planet. I think it's like, why are we arguing this anymore? And it's nothing against LeBron James. Like, it's nothing against him. It's just Kevin Durant, his peak right now. Dude, he's so da- he's so damn gifted. And it's and I saw this. Someone tweeted out our Warriors, uh, our Warriors fans envious right now. No, I I think I could speak for all of us on this podcast. We're so happy to see Kevin Durant back in the playoffs, even if it's not with us. We're so happy to see this man just put up 30 plus on anybody on any given night. Bro, it's, I'm just happy we got to have him on our fucking team, dude. Like, here, think about this. We can say that our team, including Kevin Durant, because I don't, I don't, you even need to say including Kevin Durant. He was a part of the team. Let's stop acting like that. He was a warrior, first and foremost. We ruined the league. Like, <laughs> we, we, the Warriors were the ultimate villains, arguably, of any sport ever. Yeah. You can argue that it's them and what the Patriots. They're the evil. The Patriots and the Yankees are the evil empires of their sports. But like, the Warriors at their height had grown men crying on apps, saying, "Oh, these rings don't count. Oh, it's a, it's so fake. Blah 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 blah. All this bullshit. Call him man's a cupcake and all that shit. Shut the fuck up." Well, I, I mean, he is a cupcake. I would, I would agree. <laughs> but. I'm grateful for Kevin Durant. I'd love to see him succeed. He's one of my favorite players of all time. But he is a cupcake. Yeah, he's a little softy. He's a little softy. Yeah. Don't call don't call a man that's seven foot seven foot tall and hands the size of your face a cupcake. Because if you get smacked by dude, he ain't no damn cupcake. So right. <laughs> let's be no, let's be real here. Like Roy said, he's a little soft. Here. He's, his head works a little different than ours. Here, I'll put it this way. A man, a man for having feelings, and yes, it may not go the way it's supposed to go. And this machismo ass culture we got, don't call a man soft, especially if you don't know, dude. It's true, man. I'm soft. I'm good. <laughs> and realistically, damn straight, Zach. If and I'm not pointing you out specifically, I don't want to. It's for anybody, honestly. Don't be talking smack. Like, don't be talking wild about a dude that's seven foot tall and could probably smack the shit out of you. I don't, I don't want any beef with anybody seven foot tall. I don't that's care. Where these fuckers are spitting on people in front instead of actually saying anything, bro, because they know they'll get fucking bitch slapped, dude. Like, Knock, they get knocked out instantly. <laughs> like, come on. That was a long soliloquy to say that one, Nets in four, two, so happy to see Kevin Durant back. Heck yeah, we love KD. Shifting to the west, though, Phoenix, Denver. Now, this is a good series, man. Um, But if I had to give my prediction real fast, (laughs) I'm going Phoenix in five. Denver takes one game, but they don't do anything else. Without Jamal Murray, man, I don't see it happening. I think Devin Booker's too. He's just on a kill streak right now about to kill anybody in his path denver's next they're not doing it they're winning one game max i see phoenix in five yeah see i say phoenix in six uh 
for everything exactly what you said, Zach. I mean, like, shit, Booker is hot right now. Like, that guy on a mission. And then he's going to become... <laughs> yeah, I said it. Hey, Kendall Jenner thinks he's hot, too. Um, And then you also have DeAndre Aiden, bro. That dude's popping off, too. Like, finally meeting yep. his potential. He, he's playing like he's been in the league for so long, man. And this is nothing against, nothing against Jokic, man. Jokic in this playoff so far has been obviously like one of That whole team right now from top to bottom pretty much is playing so well. It's just, yeah. That team, just as a team, you know. It's exactly. so, yeah. yeah. They're doing really good. Like, I mean, I'd be happier if Campaign would make more of his layups. <laughs> yeah. I only say that to say that they're balling out. I mean, what? Four players had over 20 points tonight. That's yeah. four of your starters had over 20 points tonight. That's really good. You need that. Um, yeah, I'll say, I'll say Denver in six. Denver? Ooh. No, it's not my bad. Sorry. Phoenix and six. It can totally be five. I just think somehow Jokic will pull at least one game out of his ass. Maybe two. Yeah. I will say maybe two. But... Both in Denver, though. I feel like they'll win the Denver games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if it is Denver in... if it No, excuse me. I keep saying that. If it's uh, Phoenix and six... They're gonna win two Denver games. I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's nothing else really. I mean, yeah. There's nothing else really to be said about that series. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Did everyone give what they thought for that one? Josh Pat. Oh yeah. Um. I I agree. I think it's Denver. Or sorry, not Denver. <laughs> uh, I think it's Phoenix and six and. Honestly, my prediction from earlier, I had Phoenix going all the way to the finals, and I'm still sticking with that. I think I think the I think this is Phoenix's year. Especially yeah. now that the Lakers are down and out. Here, I will say this. Only reason why they won't make the finals is because of the CP3 curse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this is the year that like gets put to rest because he's been special. Book's been special. Everyone's like playing their roles. Everyone else is playing their roles on Phoenix. I I think they're just like a well-oiled team right now. You just better hope that shoulder hold up. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, we'll see. He's he's playing fine right now. So hopefully he's, he stays. He just stays needs, healthy. He needs to stay healthy for a playoffs, like an entire playoffs. Like he just needs to stay healthy. It's every single year with him that he's in the playoffs somehow gets hurt for something. But yeah. Um, as long as he makes it past this and the Western Conference Finals, that's all That's all he needs to do. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, Phoenix and six, maybe even five. They, they can uh, end this pretty quickly if they play the way they're playing right now. I mean, they came back. They, they did a comeback today, today's game. I think they were down at least by 10. Yeah. And Denver was like taking control of the whole game until I don't know who started the fire there, but they did it as a team. Um, all right, let's go with this. Uh I think this series is gonna be pretty good too. Honestly. Utah versus uh the Clippers. Um yeah. I think 
I, this is gonna be a bold claim, <laughs> but I think out of everybody in this series, Donovan Mitchell's gonna be one the best player, and he's gonna somehow beat Paul George again in the playoffs. Damn, great. That's bold. I I think I think he's right. I think he's absolutely right. I especially after how terrible the Clippers played in their last series against Dallas, they barely got they barely got away with advancing. Um, if they, I mean, we'll see if they get it together. But if they don't, Utah is just gonna like Utah won't have any problems with them. Utah is also a very well-oiled machine, just like the. Um... Just like the Suns. I mean, we saw it this entire season. And one, the Clippers are inconsistent. And two, even with their star power. And two, the Clippers are one of the worst teams in the clutch. So if this series gets close, and I hate to be analytical because I fucking hate the analytical boys. They're most likely casuals, by the way. Um analytics do say that the clippers play really bad when games are close then that's been their telltale sign since both uh paul george and Kawhi have been together can it go if here i'll say this donovan mitchell in my my take john donovan mitchell will be the best player of the series but if there's a time and a place for paul george to turn this narrative around this is it this is it you're the sixth seed playing the first, the one seed, right? Yes. Uh, four playing, four playing one. They're playing, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They're not the one seed. But Paul George, this is it. Time to step up. No more uh, shooting eight for 20 or shit like that. No more bad shooting nights. Let's get the show on the road, baby. Show us what you were in a uh, thing. Show us what you were in Indiana. Jason, I agree with you that this is Paul George's time to step up and like help lead LA. But I honestly just I don't think he'll do it. I think he's still gonna shoot like a porous shooting percentage, and Donovan Mitchell's gonna like take advantage of that. So I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say Utah in seven. I think this is gonna be the most entertaining series out of the four. Um, I think every game is going to be relatively close. Um, but I do, this is where I'm going to separate myself from you guys for once This in these predictions. I'm going to say that the Clippers win in six. I think that towards the end of that series, they've kind of figured things out. Um, with uh, I'm Pat's brought it up in the group chat. Uh, like promoting Reggie Jackson was huge. Um, he, he provided lots of scoring and big plays that they needed. Um, and, and you know, um, Jason's right when Utah is really is like such a good team just as a team together. Um, but I think that the Clippers really picked it up at the end of that series. And now they're going to really carry it over. And Kawhi and Paul George, I think, are going to play great. And I think it's going to be close. I, like I said, I think every game in this series is going to be a good one. Um, but I have the Clippers winning at six. Moving on. I, I got well, I got one more point. I also just I don't think Ty Lu is a very good is actually a very good coach. He's not. No, right. I really don't. I think Quinn Schneider can out coach him like easily. 
That's a really good point too. That's actually a really good point. Tyron Lue is not a good coach. I don't think he's a good coach. I will also say, and I mean, this doesn't, I mean, it does matter to a certain extent. Utah is in a lot, and this sounds dumb as shit, but Utah is a lot more different place to play than Dallas. You're going into that. You're going into elevation. I believe, no, I'm tripping. But Utah's always been a shitty place to play, especially in the playoffs. Like they have a higher crime rate over there in Utah. What the fuck? Do, do what? what? I don't know. I always say that every time we bring up Utah. <laughs> Just the time, but um, Utah's always been a historically difficult place to play at in the playoffs, and I think that that being said plus i don't think we'll ever see what the first six games of a playoff series the away team wins a game i don't think we'll see that again and since utah has home court advantage that's where i'll say utah in seven i think it does go the distance i feel like you're also very correct zach these games are gonna be close as shit it's gonna be five point games something like that It'll be close. Yeah, I think definitely going to be close. I agree with all of you guys. So say that, what, what are you going to say? Win. <laughs> all right. First, say, first and foremost, who wins, Pat? Well, yeah, I was going to say it's going to be really close. But you got to think about Utah's bench. It's deep. They got Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, Derek Favors. Those guys are going to put in some work and give you some scoring off the bench. And I don't think... I don't think uh, the Clippers really have that. I mean, they got Pat Bev. Put him in and fight. <laughs> he's probably going to fight uh, Donovan Mitchell there, and they're both going to get heated. And it's going to put some fun into the, the series. So, But I don't think they're going to put Pat, Patrick Beverly in. Patrick Beverly will foul out at least one or two games. I yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> probably will. I'll also say this. If there's a time and place to prove that you can score a damn basket, Rudy Gobert, you better do that shit now. I was I was thinking the exact same thing, Jason. If anyone needs to step up, it's fucking Rudy Gobert. He needs to score a basket, please, for the love of God. Because I actually have the Clippers in seven. Now, you may say Donovan Mitchell is the best player in the series. I could agree with that. But he's kind of the only player on that team star caliber wise i feel like this series is like what zach said they really kind of figured things out last series rondo wasn't really he wasn't really doing it for them so they put reggie jackson in spark pat bev spark off the bench and i really think Kawhi leonard is going to come out of hiding in this series (laughs) and these close games those are games where he hits big shots man and yeah, I hope Paul George takes what happened in the last series as a swift kick in the ass and really goes out in this series and puts it all out there. Oh, Wait, Royce, game. you mean like when Kawhi airballed that one shot to win the game against yeah, okay. Dallas? Okay, okay. <laughs> one shot. Okay, all right. I give you that point. I only say, I was saying like star-wise because obviously Kawhi and Paul George are all around better players than Donovan Mitchell. I'm saying Donovan Mitchell will have the best series out of anybody. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at too. Like, I could definitely agree with that. But just like the two of them together, where Donovan Mitchell is, like you said, we don't really know what Gobert, bro. He ain't like really too much on the offensive side. I will say this: the go, the Clippers are gonna go from a very 
they're gonna go from playing a very inconsistent team. This motherfucker. <laughs> I was, I was, I couldn't keep a straight face when I saw that too. I saw you started to, I saw you starting to laugh. I was like, what's going on? Um. Anyways, they're going from a real inconsistent team in Dallas because Dallas can go from hot to cold like that. And if you take Luca out of the game, he just starts to pout a bit. To a team that's um has been consistent all season, and I think. It can totally happen. The Clippers can totally beat this team. They're just going to have to play their best two weeks of basketball they've ever played. Because, like, Utah, they had a couple of games, bro, where, like, against Memphis where guys like Ingles, uh, Bogdanovich or Bogdanovich, whatever his last name is. Um, Clarkson's been pretty, like, spot on, like, pretty consistent. Like, he's been good. But if those other guys are even Royce O'Neal, like, if they're just not hitting their shots, like, what two for six from three, two for ten, whatever you know. It's it's Donovan. He just can't do it himself, Mitchell. I mean, like you know. Yeah, that's a good point, Royce. Because I agree with you to to a degree. Because um, the Clippers have two big guys. They got Kawhi and they got Paul George. And you know, Paul George ne- isn't necessarily the same guy as he is in the regular season. Because sometimes he chokes up in the playoffs. Um, but I I believe in him. I believe that him and Kawhi are going to really pick it up this series. And I think having two stars is is a lot more beneficial than just having the one star and i think that puts them at a huge advantage and that's the thing about utah they got one guy who can go get a bucket to really win a game i feel like to really take over a game they got donovan mitchell now with now with paul george and Kawhi leonard playing how we know that they can they got two guys like that and i think that's huge um maybe not the exact reason i think they're gonna win but i do think that's part of it so i agree with royce on that and i do like i said clippers taking it make the argument that the Clippers only have one player based on what you keep saying about Paul George and that choking up in the playoffs and all that history you guys keep talking about he's done he's agreed I agree with Jason he choked up before but he didn't have a really horrible series last series he played fine I mean he's your star player he should not be averaging he should be averaging more than 20 points a game in the playoffs he's that number two option Kawhi's the Kawhi's the guy you need to take over that game, but if for some reason Kawhi's not there, give it to PG. I think he didn't have a bad series last series, and I and I believe in him that he can really turn it up this series too. My point still stands: he should average more than twenty per game in the playoffs. Did he not last series? He averaged he twenty that series. He right. averaged twenty, Zach. Yeah, twenty. Boom. He, he does. Oh, Jason saying he needs to average more. He needs to average at least 25 to 30, <laughs> just like Kawhi, too. I mean, obviously, Kawhi needs to average 30, regardless. If you're the number one option in the playoffs, you need yeah. 28 to 30 and above. Um, It's like the same. It's the same thing we thought of when it was like Steph and KD. Both of them averaged like 29, 30. That's- in, my, in my opinion, I'm taking the well-oiled, team as a whole over the two guys and here trust me i would much much rather want to see the clippers versus the suns in the western conference finals i don't want to i don't want to see utah in the chip i don't i'm i'm kind of the other way i don't necessarily want to see the clippers go far i'm not a fan of any la team um, I think it'd be cool to see the Jazz and the Suns in there, but um, disgusting. Go like, there's nothing in Utah. That's I think that's why I don't give a shit about Utah. Daily, like, oh. 
Utah rant about how they, they have high crime rates. That, and then there's Patrick saying that there's high crime. Yeah, rates. Patrick's always bringing up the crime rates in Utah. Apparently, they have high crime rates. I didn't. Move to I didn't Seattle. Know that. It's nice. But all right. So on that note, let's wrap up with predictions for conference final matchups. I got in the East. I'm gonna. I have Atlanta versus Brooklyn, and then for the West, Utah versus Phoenix. That's what I'm rocking with. I'm gonna agree with Josh for every bit of that. I I agree with the East, but West I got Clippers versus Phoenix. Yep, yep, same. I don't know, I don't know, but I agree with the East, Brooklyn, and Trey Young, and then for the West, um, I think it'd be really fun to see uh, Phoenix and the Clippers. I I don't know. I think it's just I want the the Clippers to kind of prove themselves from last year, because how are you not making it this far with that kind of firepower in your team? So, that's yeah, really... who did you have winning Utah versus uh, LA? <laughs> Just said. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, but like, how many games? Oh, um, I really think that the that Utah could pull it off because of the chemistry and they have and just how well they're playing like you said well-oiled team but maybe in seven clippers can take it because that oh, they're going to yeah. give them a good run it's going to be a tough matchup against utah yeah that's going to be the series to watch yeah thank god we're finally i feel like that's the only series out of all of these that will go seven most likely all right on that note let's wrap this podcast up for tonight yep um, this was a good one. Definitely uh be sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok at Grab Don't Slap on both of those platforms. Um and always remember to grab, grab don't slap with the sunglasses on. <laughs> All right, we out. <laughs>